um, can everybody see what I'm holding in my hand here? This is an acorn. That's right. So um, let me. Oh, it was, it was a very good guess. Very good guess. I'm impressed, Joseph. So if I, what can this acorn do? It, it, it could grow a tree, but what can this acorn do? This very acorn right here. It won't do anything. It might provide a nutrients. I, I guess I never heard anybody eating acorn. I imagine there could be. But this particular acorn can't do a thing. Why? It doesn't have an external environment factors. Right, right. It's not in the ground. Right? It's not buried somewhere in some dirt. It's not getting sun, sunshine. It's not getting rain. It's not getting proper nutrients and God knows what else it needs to grow and whatever. So this acorn in and of itself is useless. Like this acorn sitting in my hand is a pretty acorn. It looks very nice and stuff, color and stuff. But it, it, this acorn can't do a thing. But here's the interesting thing. If I cut this acorn in half, would I find a mini oak tree in it? What would I find? Have you ever actually done that? Yeah, it's like mush. So let me show you a picture for those of you who maybe haven't seen this. That's what the inside of an acorn looks like. How is it that that turns into a 50 foot or 100 foot or in some cases like a sequoia, like a 300 foot tree? How is that possible? How is it possible that this little thing here, if I planted it, now this is not a sequoia tree, but because I, I was just in California where the sequoias are. If I plant it, the sequoia acorns aren't a whole lot bigger though, honestly. Um, if I cut that in half, you don't see a mini tree in here. You don't see like a mini version of it. How is that possible then? What, what happens? What happens if this is put into the ground and all the right things happen? What happens? What? Yeah, it gets activated. Something gets activated, right? A whole lot of things get activated, and then it can start to grow. But, it's, but even if it starts to grow, it can still have problems, right? The birds can come, right, and pick it up and take it away. Or the soil that is growing in can have rocks and gravel or, you know, thistles or whatever, and it can't grow through that, right? Or it might be a drought and the, the sun, you know, burns it up. Or it might, you know, it's not enough water. Or it might be a flood, right? So think of all the things that have to occur in order for this to really actually work, actually to grow a tree. This is a lot of stuff. But the cool thing is that when you look inside this, there ain't nothing, right? There's a whole lot of nothing in there, but it turns into a giant tree. It turns into a thing that's like even taller than us. And why is that? Why am I even talking to you about this? Because this is how I see, in some ways, how I see you guys. Like you guys, right now, are like the seeds. You guys are like the acorns, right? And what is happening as you are here at Life University is you're hopefully getting all the right nutrients put into you. You know, and if you're in this particular class, then you're getting pediatric nutrients you know, put into you. And if you take ICPA classes, then you're getting more pediatric nutrients you know, put into you. Um, and that's, to me, like my whole goal is to, I want to be like one of those people to put nutrients into you so that years later, 
you can like send me an email and say, I took your class a long time ago and you inspired me to do more pediatrics or to do more prenatal stuff. Like that's to me like the ultimate, the ultimate in what I can do is to, because I, I can reach a lot of people myself physically, like I can touch a whole bunch of kids, but I can't reach them all, right? And there are 50 million kids in the United States and I don't know how many of the 7 billion people on the planet, maybe let's say 20% to 7 billion, I have no idea what that number is, but um, let's just say, for argument's sake, it's 2 billion, let's say there's 2 billion kids on the planet. How many of them are getting adjusted? Not many. I was just talking to one of a, a, a patient. She's traveling back to India for a month. I asked her, I said, how many uh, chiropractors are there in India? And she said, to the best of her knowledge, either none or very few. I said, how many people are there in India? She said, like a billion and a half. Imagine, you've got a billion and a half people and not a single chiropractor, or maybe a few chiropractors, maybe in Mumbai and a few other you know, big cities. Wow, there's a wide open territory there if you want to travel. You want to spend some time in another country they have no chiropractors and think about think about the, the think about the possibilities right and that to me when I look at the acorn like this that's what I see is the possibilities I see the possibilities when I when I in an airport like my wife and I were this weekend I spoke at the autism conference so we went to the autism conference when the Atlanta airport where this like a it's lame. I think like the half of the world is in Atlanta airport at any one given time. It's unreal how many people are there. So, and, and I see all these people and every time I pass every person, especially kids, I see kids in strollers and moms holding kids and babies in backpacks and moms nursing and stuff. And I'm like, how many of them are actually getting adjusted? Probably very few. And it just, it makes me say, God, we have so much work to do. We have so much work to do. If if the, when I was in school back in 1989, only 10% of the population are getting, were getting adjusted in 1989. What's the percent of people getting adjusted now? 10%. 10%. You know, if I was a marketing guru, what grade would I give chiropractic? F, yeah, F, you guys are not doing it, right? You guys are not producing. You guys are not advertising correctly. How come though, Certain offices are doing really, really well. What's the difference between those offices and the offices, the vast majority of offices that aren't really seeing a lot of people, especially a lot of kids? Yeah, it's, 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 it's a specialty, but it's also the mindset. Like, what is your mindset? What are you thinking about? What, what is your dominant thought? Like, in one of my favorite books is Think and Grow Rich. In Think and Grow Rich, what Napoleon Hill talks about is you need to have like this crazy burning desire. I love that phrase, a burning desire. You need to have a burning desire. What is your burning desire? If you're burning, if, if you, the reason I say this is because if you're in, here at life and your desire is just to get out, like I just want to graduate. That's all I want to do is graduate. That's not really a burning desire. You're, you're going to get there anyway, right? Just time has to just go on. And if you just go on passing your classes and potentially passing boards, then you're just going to get out. So in terms of just, just how time's going to walk on, in a year from now or so, all of you will be graduating. That's not a desire. That's going to happen. 
That's almost like a given. It's just that it's gonna, you just have to fast forward yourself a little bit. What is your burning desire? Your burning desire, and, and don't tell me, is to pay back your student loans, right? Oh God, my student loans are like $200,000 or 300,000 or whatever crazy amount it is. And it's getting sicker every year for how much, you know, like I graduated, it was like 120 something thousand. Now it's like 200 and something thousand, right? Who knows what it's gonna be in the future. But your goal, I hear a lot of people say, my goal, I just gotta pay back student loans. That's a pretty shallow goal. Like, because you should pay back your loans. Absolutely, I paid them back in, in 12 years. You should pay back your loans. But your point shouldn't be to pay back your loans. Your point shouldn't be to get a nice car. I, I just can't wait to like, I want a big car, like a really nice Mercedes, or, or I want to get a new Tesla, and I want to get a big house. And like, if that's your goal, that's a pretty shallow goal. Because those things will happen anyway. Like, whatever it is that you want, will happen anyway, it, you can't, a goal shouldn't be the things that eventually you're going to get to if you just even do a half a decent job as a chiropractor. Your goal should be like, I want to reach a lot of people. And not for the money's sake. I make a ton of money, but I'm not doing it for the money's sake. I'm doing it for the love's sake, for the love and service that I'm providing. To look in the kids' eyes and see how much they love getting adjusted, I'm doing it for that. To see, how much, it, how fun it is to be like within that kind of practice, and to, to, there's like sometimes there's like kids running around and they're tugging on me and they're pushing me here and the interns are putting, and it's just all this noise and I'm like yes, this is like a dream, right? And that to me is what it's all about, right? That is the the, the my life's purpose is to serve and to have fun while I'm doing it and to have, make others have fun too. And that's what this acorn is, right? Because I started the practice with zero people in the door. It was that office, there's a big open adjusting room with five benches like this, and nobody in it but me. And how I manifested that is how you're gonna manifest your life if you think of your life as an acorn. But what do you gotta do with the acorn? Because <clears throat> you open the acorn and there's nothing in it. You go into the office, and there is this carpet and a couple of tables and a phone over there and a computer, right? Like, so what? That doesn't attract people in. What attracts people in is you. What are you going to do? How are you going to fertilize yourself? If you want to see a lot of kids, the way to see a lot of kids is to magnetize your brain with kids. Magnetize. I suck kids into my office because that's all I can think about. All I think about, it just, I just, I think about kids, I study kids, I read about kids, I read textbooks about kids. It's like, all well, I can't even, like, my wife is like, you are reading another textbook. Yes, because I want to learn as much as I can, because the more I can get into my head, then the better I, I feel like I know what I'm doing, and I can do more work with, with for them. That's what I want. I want to, I want to change the world one kid at a time. Change the world one kid at a time. One child, one child, one child, one child. Because imagine if everybody got adjusted. Like I, keep, I always think about that. What are the possibilities if every single kid, every single mom, every single dad, every single pregnant mom got adjusted? Like, <gasps> like the, the, the difference that I see in the kids in my practice, if I can magnify that to all these other practices around the country, if we could just start seeing more and more kids, oh. That's what I want. That's what I want. And that's the acorn. <clears throat> that's the acorn. 
<clears throat> but remember, inside the acorn, there's nothing. It's just a bunch of gunk, right? So what do you have to do is you have to plant the acorn, and then you got to fertilize the acorn. You got to weed pull the weeds around <clears throat> the acorn, and you got to make sure the acorn's got enough sun and enough rain and enough, you know, everything, enough all the right things for that to grow, and then we can have the possibility, right? And that's what I want you know, for you guys is can you create that possibility? Can you can you find that burning desire inside of you to create what you want? Because I think if you're in this room, that's what you want. I think if you're here, you want to see the kids. You want to make a difference. And, and you don't have to start anywhere big. You don't have to start with the greatest office in the world. I started with an itty bitty little 800 square foot office <clears throat> with a bunch of plastic chairs and no carpeting. <clears throat> you can start anywhere you want, <clears throat> but you got to start somewhere and you can build it from there like that that movie, uh, Field of Dreams, if you build it, they will come, right? I don't know if you've ever, if you, ever seen, if you haven't seen that movie, you really should watch that movie, it's pretty cool. If, if you build it, they will come. You gotta, you gotta create that field of dreams, but underneath that field of dreams, you have to have that burning desire, and that burning desire is gonna propel you <clears throat> to what you want. <clears throat> All right, so make sure everybody's on quickly, please. <clears throat> 